I want to be the type of friend that you can message and say, hey, I'm really struggling. Can we talk at some point this week? Not, hey, I texted you and you didn't text me right back. And what I would say is try to live your life based on your own standards and expectations of yourself and try not to let the world tell you who you should be. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. Number 1,147, can losing actually be good for you? That was a fun one. I enjoyed that very much. Today, for episode number 1,148, what kind of friend do you want to be? I was scouring the interwebs the other day. Scouring. Yeah, probably scrolling more than I should have been. And this is something I've seen a lot. A couple things. You'll see the occasional post that somebody will put up that says, if the person cared enough about you, or if they were interested enough in you, they would text you right back. Or if somebody doesn't get back to you all day, that probably means they're not interested or they're out doing other stuff, whatever it may be. And there's other posts that say, if you're too busy to take five seconds and message me back, chances are we're probably not that good of friends. The reason I wanted to do this episode, very, very similar to the, is it selfish to leave people behind? Number one, you have to decide what kind of friend you want to be. Number two, you have to decide what kind of friendships will you accept from others? And how is that controlling your life in some way, shape or form? I had a moment where when I see those posts, I understand, again, surface level, I understand it's not that hard to send somebody a text back. I understand. But as a dream chaser, it gets progressively harder, exponentially harder, as you grow and as you evolve, where it, I used to get very frustrated. We have a friend named Catherine Nash at Mini But Mighty on Instagram, and I used to get super frustrated when I would text her and she wouldn't text me back. And Alan and you always said, you're like, Kev, she's busy. She's not texting. She's got, she's on Instagram. She's got clients. She's doing her stuff. And I never understood it. I never really understood it. And now I understand it. It makes a lot of sense. If you've texted me in the last month, it might've taken me a couple days. It might've taken me a week. Maybe I didn't even get back to you. That's definitely a possibility. But here's the thought for this episode. I want to be the type of friend that you can message and say, hey, I'm really struggling. Can we talk at some point this week? Not, hey, I texted you and you didn't text me right back. Because on the other end, I don't expect you to get right back to me either. And that's an interesting way to look at it. I, I believe, and I, I, don't, I don't want any uh, arrogance, I mean this with all the humility, I believe that I am the type of friend that is valuable enough to have in your life, even if I can't always meet your expectations. 
because I've worked so hard on myself and I believe the value I bring to a friendship is deeper than you you took 15 minutes to text me back. It's deeper than we never go out to the bar anymore. It's deeper than whatever it may be. Whatever insert insert example. And I want the same for you if you're watching or listening. What kind of friend do you want to be? Not what kind of friend do you think you're supposed to be? What are your expectations? What are your standards? What are you okay with? What are you not okay with? Because I find that a lot of people, they don't have high expectations for others, but they allow others to put high expectations on them. And then they look like a shitty friend when they don't show up, when in reality, that's not the kind of friend you want to be anyway. So that's the reason I wanted to do this episode. I, I think this week's episodes, were they've been deep, but they very much were me asking myself, like, what is the stuff I'm kind of afraid to talk about? Because it's it might come off in a certain way. And I hope you know, as a listener, my goal is always to, I always want what's best for you. I genuinely do. And I think this one, at least in my mind, would be one that would land because I think a lot of us have friendships that haven't necessarily shifted since we've been dream chasers. And it's very challenging. It's very challenging. And this is this is what I'll say. And then I'll kick it to Alan. I didn't say the word, so no dollar in the jar. Just FYI. Somebody asked me recently on a podcast what my relationship with my dad was like. I went through my story. I said I met my dad at 27. We ended up meeting up a couple times. Got lunch. I went to his house. And I said, honestly, I don't want to be the kind of son that I think he wants me to be. So I just, I just kind of cut the relationship. I understand if that's not relatable or um, it, it's something that you can resonate with. I very much understand that. But I'm just using that as the example of I realize that there's no way we're going to have an aligned relationship from his perspective. I don't want to lead him on. I don't want to cause more pain. For me, I realize the best thing is just to close it off. Because the kind of son I want to be is the kind of son I've been for the last 27 years, really. The one that can come and go at his own. I don't want any expectations on me. Because I don't think that's fair to me. And I also don't think trying to get my father to understand what my lifestyle is like is fair to him either. I just don't think it would mesh. That's kind of where I wanted to go with this episode. Deep. What are the... Ex- What's up, man? I said Deep. what are the expectations that are being imposed upon you all human beings have expectations of self expectations of others and allow others to have expectations of them in cbt one of my clients and uh actually strategic partners bianca so so i do coaching which is next level business solutions coaching for business owners and early entrepreneurs and dream chasers in general And she does a CBTC is what we call it. So cognitive behavioral therapy coaching alongside with my coaching with many of our clients that they talk more therapy side. I do more coaching side. Both is both, but she's primarily a therapist. I'm primarily a coach. So anyways, yeah, we both do both, but syntax is different. Why was I talking about that? Oh, okay. In CBT. She was teaching me something on our, our last coaching call because I coach her, actually. So she ended up teaching me something, which was really cool. So in, t- in CBT, and if this person's listening, I apologize if I butcher this, okay? If Bianca's listening, I apologize if I butcher this. Correct me if, if I am. Message me. In CBT, essentially what happens is that we take data in and we have to... There's three meanings that we can create. 
what does this mean about me? What does this mean about them? And what does this mean about the world? And if you associate the wrong meaning to data, you're essentially going to create cognitive distortions or what are known in CBT as cognitive distortions. And again, Bianca, if I'm using the wrong terms, I apologize. I'm a coach, not a therapist. Okay. So, and I'm not CBT certified or anything like that, but I, I study the human mind a lot. So those are the three meanings. Okay. You take data in, you can, what does this mean about me? What does this mean about the world? And what does this mean about other people? So to bring this into this context of this episode, Kev, First and foremost, when you have a friend, they ha- this is the, the equation. They have certain expectations of you in that relationship. You have certain expectations of them in that relationship. And then both parties in the relationship have certain expectations about what friendships are in general. Mm. Think about how messy that gets when those are not communicated or accurate. So Kevin, for example... Uh, Hello, I'm, He's a I'm him. Business par- I'm my business partner? Well, yeah, this I'm, is Kevin. I'm Kevin. Kevin, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, so Kevin is one of my best friends, but he's also my business partner. And he had a happily ever after party and then a happily ever after after party. And one of my favorite things about Kevin is that Kevin knows me well enough to know that I'm not going to come to the happily ever after after party because it's at a bar and I don't go to bars. A lot of drinking. There was a lot of drinking. At the happily ever after after party. I don't know because I wasn't there. But the happily ever after party was awesome. We played yard games, can jam. And were you and I on a team? No, it was you and... No, it was Matt I didn't get and to play a lot of Carly games. against Emilia and I. And I think we had, had took the W. Anyways, awesome event. Loved it. I knew that Kevin wasn't going to be upset with me when I didn't come to the happily ever after after party because he doesn't guilt trip me into trying to do something that he... I don't even think you'd have been upset if I didn't come, to be honest no, with I told, you. No, I told Taryn that. I said, when we were talking about it, I said, well, this is, at, this is at an orchard, a winery. I said, there's a chance Alan will come. And she was like, are you sad? I said, no, I don't care. I understand. I don't... Whatever. I don't... I don't... You don't have to be a certain way. I don't... Why? I don't... Whatever. I don't care. We're going to podcast on Monday, right? Yeah, okay, cool. That's really, that's cool. But I also understand, it's taken me a long time to get there. So I understand that's, that's that too. Well, that's kind of my point, right? So to bring this full circle, Kevin does not have an expectation of me that I'll be there. I know that he's not expecting me to be there. So I am now free to make my own choice, guilt-free. And so I think these tendrils go really, really deep. Tendrils, yeah, I know. I was going to say. Every relationship comes with it these unconscious these unconscious expectations that can feel very uh, suppressy. And I think that once we become aware of them, we can actually shift the relationship the way that we need to. So so the, the original title of this is how to be, what kind of friend do you want to be, right? Uh, yes, what kind of friend do you want to be? Okay. So I want to be the type of friend that X, Y, Z... Write it out. Now, ask yourself, what relationships in my life are forcing me to be outside of alignment with who I aspire to be? And if that's the case, you can do one of three things. You can lead, which is bring the truth to them and say, listen, this is what I is aligned for me. This is what isn't. Can we re-level set our relationship here? And I'm going to tell a story about that in a second. 
that's lead. You can leave, which is, you know what, honestly, this friendship isn't going to be able to be aligned for me. I can't sustain this the way that you want it. So it either has to evolve or I have to go. Or you can appease, which is just suppress your truth, just keep appeasing. And we've all done that too. We're doing an event, Emilia and I, on how to put your relationship first during the holidays. Because I've noticed with some of the couples we coach, and ourselves even, you know, when the holidays come, there's all these expectations. Well, Thanksgiving, everyone's getting together. And then Christmas and also Halloween, let's scare the kids. I'm joking, but we actually got invited. Do you want to scare kids with us, right, on Halloween? No, no, we have work to do. We don't want to scare kids. Now, again, it's all fun and games. Quick story, earlier today, I get, I'm looking up, uh, we're doing a training in on the 12th of November, and I was looking it up because I have it on my to-do list to like uh, check in on it. Okay, virtual training, awesome. I noticed someone invited me to another event. So one of my friends growing up just is having another baby. And I got invited to the introducing the baby to the world uh, party. I, I, it was actually a really cute little event and I got invited. And I love these people and I want to be there. And I was at this same event, but for their firstborn, I was there. And I had this moment with myself where I know who's invited, I know all the people going, and I know that I'm not going to be able to go because it's on the same day as our Next Level Hope Foundation event. And so I know there's no way, there's no way we're going to do that event. And so I already know the answer is no. And so I had this moment with myself, and hopefully all the listeners can resonate with this. I know we talk a lot about ourselves on this, but it's really for you. So please remember that. So I had this moment with myself where I could just ignore the event and not put, you know how it's like going maybe or can't go. I had this moment with myself of like, ah, when I hit can't go, that's going to make the people sad. And it's like, oh, okay, well, obviously we're not that important. What does that mean? Does that mean Alan doesn't think we're important? Does that mean our friendship has to shift? Does that mean Alan doesn't care about us? Does that mean Alan's too busy now for us or too good for us? Or like, again, there's all these meanings that might come with that. And I just had the courage and I was like, whatever, can't go. Hi everyone, my name is Amanda. I am a dental hygienist and a mom of two teenagers. I was first introduced to Kevin and Alan about three years ago. So that led me to book a consultation with Alan and I showed up to that call in the lowest spot that I've been at in my entire life. He is a good human that genuinely wants the best in your life, your future, your love, your relationships, your wealth, and you have the chance to be in the same room or on the same call or have these two in your life in any way. then you are blessed when in the reality the real reason is we're hosting a charity event that day but i'm not going to type in the comments hey by the way can't go we're hosting a charity event i could do that do i even have to do that or can i just hammer can't go and just hopefully they'll give me the benefit of the doubt and if they don't they don't and so hopefully that will resonate with everybody what kind of friend do you want to be we're, we're very trapped by the meanings that other people give us Oh, well, he didn't come to my wedding. Does that mean, is that because he's mean or she's mean? Doesn't care about, does that mean they don't care about us? Does that mean they don't support our marriage? Does that mean they think we have a bad marriage? Does that, what does that mean, right? So we get trapped by these 
these expectations that we have on ourselves and of other people. And what I would say is try to live your life based on your own standards and expectations of yourself and try not to let the world tell you who you should be. I I lived there for way too many years and honestly, it's really freeing to just say, you know what? I know I'm a good person. I know I'm trying to be better every day. I know I'm not perfect, but I don't have to be this version of Alan in order to get love or to be valuable. And I think I'm glad that you decided to do this episode, Kev, because I think people struggle with this way more than they admit. Sure. The pressure of the holidays, I'm already feeling it. I know Emilia is too. My birthday's on the 17th and we have two trips. I'm not even going to be home for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not worried about my birthday sucking. I'm worried about everyone else being upset that I'm gone on my, my own birthday. Right? So it's just interesting. Um, we all have to deal with this and hopefully we can deal with it with grace. My The kind of friend that I want to be is the one that makes sure you get off this podcast on time at 7.59. Do you want to wrap it up? I respect uh, it if you do. I, I appreciate you, man. Thank yeah. you. Uh, I think I, I want to make sure that we put the listeners first in this moment, but thank you. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah, that. Of course. I don't, I'm a, my fear is that it'll come off as I'm a terrible friend. Some people would probably say I am. Honestly, there's probably people out there that think I'm a very bad friend, and I understand, but my priorities have changed. One of the things I value, so right now my best friends are, are Taryn, my, my love, my wife, Mrs. Palmieri officially now, Mrs. P is what I call her, Mrs. Uh, P. Alan, and I would say Matt. Those are my, my three best friends. And the one thing I value about all three of them, this week, and I told Alan this, this week was the, so if you're listening to this, it's on Monday, but we're recording this Friday night at 8, 8 p.m. on Friday. This is the busiest week I think I've ever had probably. And Taryn's been so supportive, like unreasonably supportive because she understands that sometimes that happens. I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to make everything. I don't have to make every deadline. I can be late. And again, if I do that too long, obviously that's going to create tension. Matt, entrepreneur. Matt will text me and I won't get back to him for a week. And then I'll text him and he won't get back to me for a week. Love it. I love it. I love it. I'm okay with it because I understand that he understands that I understand. Alan, you and I text each other too much, too much. But I know you don't care if I don't text you back. I'm not, you're not worried about it. Don't. Unless have, something's burning down in the business. Of course, of course. <laughs> and, well, then you'll call me or something. Of and course. If, like yeah, I yeah. called you the other day and you're like, hey man, what's up? And I said, we got an email from the school. We got to respond so we can go fly out to Wisconsin you know, that's very rare. I I am convinced of this. So many of us are afraid to lose love when in reality it's not aligned anyway. And I'm not saying you have to get rid of your friendships. I know it probably sounds like that's what I'm talking about this week, but I'm, I'm not saying that. Well, all I'm saying is if the friendship isn't aligned based on what you want out of it, why are you afraid to break rapport? Shouldn't and you just you, leave? If you listen to our advice, you'll have only three friends like Kev. You probably will. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. You, you might. You might, but you I'm also might not want a hundred friends. Uh, I don't. I don't. Right? I yeah. I never wanted that. I never wanted that because it eats. It's it's too much. It's too much. There's too much pressure to please too many people. Mm-hmm. Oh, if I'm not at this party, like no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go to the party. And honestly, this is my other thing. I don't care if you come to mine. Exactly. That's the I key. That's I don't care. the key. Because I understand you got stuff to do. And I'm not expecting Kevin to come to my wedding either. 
You know what I mean? I'll be there. And I'll be there I, as I, long I, as it's sponsored and paid for by NLU. I'll be there, son. Okay, perfect. Sounds good. <laughs> but you know what I mean, though? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I want you to come if you want to come. Genuinely. Yeah. yeah. It's unconditional giving. It's not. It's not transactional. It's not like, yeah. oh well, Kevin didn't wish right. me a happy birthday, so I'm not going to wish him one. I, that stuff. I think a lot of people have an egocentric view of the world. They think the world revolves around their birthday. I, I don't remember my own birthday. I don't care. I don't yes, know Kevin's birthday. I genuinely don't. I don't I didn't know, your know yours until I had to. I, I bought our plane ticket, so I had to put your birthday in, but I don't know. 11, 17, 88. Now I do. And yeah. I'll know that forever now because I've done it enough times. But yeah. It's, I don't, it yeah, doesn't I don't mean I don't care about you. I don't remember people's birthdays. Right. It's, it's not. It doesn't. But th- again, people assign that meaning. Well, if you yeah. knew. If you cared about me, you'd wish me a happy birthday. I have a lot of things that are... That doesn't mean I don't care about you. Not well, at all. I think of it from a logical standpoint. It's like, you realize that doesn't... Day doesn't really matter, right? Like, you didn't right. do anything. If that's <laughs> just the day you were born. It's not like you decided, like, that's the one. August yeah. 8th. Yeah, exactly. It's it's just weird. That's my... In, in this episode, my only goal is it, this will know, raise your awareness. You'll think of something in a different way. And next time somebody... Next time you feel that weird type of way when it's like, why am I doing this even though I don't want to? Then you'll at least have a new awareness. I'm not saying to rebuild or or tear down or change your relationships and friendships. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is we got to check in on why the things we do are the things we do. Are we just conditioned to think, ah, I better RSVP, yes. Oh, I got I to gotta respond to this text message. I told Taryn this the other day. One of the things that I've been doing, number one, I've been batching my social media every uh, my all of my media every day so all my actually no i haven't been doing instagram and that but i've been doing whatsapp emails and text messages mm-hmm. when i'm done for the night my cell phone stays in the office i don't even bring it when i'm done it stays it's awesome i don't want it on me i don't want to have access to my email i'm good nothing's gonna happen i'll call I mean, you in 20 <laughs> nothing's gonna happen between <laughs> now and in 4 a.m it's most likely not gonna happen and if it does I'm, I'm going to take that chance. Yep. I'm going to take that chance. Exactly. That's, Which takes courage. Yeah. And exactly. it's on silent anyway. So if you call me, I'm not going to hear it. There's no yeah. point. There's no point. So that, that's it. That In this episode, I just want to help you question why you're doing the things that you're doing. And I hope I, I come off as brave by talking about it, not egotistical or not that I don't value friendships. I do, obviously. But I, I just want to make sure that you're in aligned relationships. That's it at the end of the day. And if they're not aligned, how do you realign them? That's the key. And at the end of the day, there's no one I know, no one I coach, myself included. And we'll go right after this, I promise. Dollar in the jar, son. I know. I've been talking a little bit about this lately, but it's because I want to free our listeners from the guilt. I used to take it as a compliment when one of my friends at, at my school, WPI, Worcester Polytech, that I was the most popular kid on campus. My my last name's Lazarus, as you know, and my nickname was Laz. So everyone Laz knew kid. Laz, right, on campus when I was there. And I used to think that was a compliment. And and what is true and what is valid and what I now understand, which I didn't as a young, in my early 20s, late teens, early 20s in college, I didn't understand that that actually was a losing game. That was a losing game. I lost myself. Because when you're everything for everyone, you're no one for yourself. I was a wandering generality who really was every, everything for everybody. And I didn't realize what that was doing to my psyche, what that was doing to my mental health, what that was doing to my physical health. And if I could go back, I would just, I would sit Alan down and I would say, listen, there's so many expectations on you. 
you're expected to be at this party and that party. You're expected to be someone who works out and who plays basketball and who's also on this intramural team and who also does really well in school and who also hangs out with his high school friends and his college friends and, and hosts the party but also goes to the party. You're, you have too much on you. There's too much weight on your shoulders and you need to free yourself from all of these expectations and you need to let this old identity burn down so that you can rise from those ashes into the man you really want to be. And I hope all of our listeners can do that. And uh, this is definitely an episode that will help you on that journey. Give yourself the permission to be the type of friend that you want to be. That was the goal in this episode. Be Just give yourself the permission. If you don't value quality time as much as you used to, then start talking about it. If you don't value fun, unique experiences, start talking about it. Now, it doesn't mean you're not going to meet in the middle. Taryn values fun, unique experiences way more than I do, but I care about her deeply, so I'm I'm willing to meet in the middle. I want to make sure she's getting her needs met. She doesn't care about UFC at all, but she watches UFC with me or says, hey, go do your thing. I'm going to hang out in the bedroom, whatever. That That's the ultimate thought is just give yourself permission to be the type of friend that you want to. I understand there will be repercussions that come with that, but I do believe, at least my belief, is it's more worth it to be the type of friend that you want than pretend to be somebody you're not. I think Fire. I'd rather take the repercussions than the reality for the rest of my life. Next, strong work. Level Nation, I appreciate that very much. We are having a live event, and you can meet us. You can meet Alan and Kevin. Us. Oh, yeah. Both of us. In mm-hmm. the flesh. You'll see how much taller than Alan I actually am. You'll see who's stronger, <laughs> definitely, and who's more jacked. <laughs> and you're going to learn, Which too. is really the only reason to go. Yeah, you're no, going to learn, too. So it's going to be in Worcester, Mass. We are going to have it on March 25th, 2023. I believe tickets are going to be 97 buckaroos. Again, this is going to be a full day of us teaching. You're going to meet a bunch of other people. It's Alan and I on stage. It's like a podcast, but it's going to be even deeper. There's going to be more content. There'll be more breakthroughs. There'll be more relationships. It's going to be wonderful. If you're local to the area, please come. If you are somebody who's going to have to travel, make your arrangements. Get out here. We want to see you. Uh, It's obviously, we're podcasters, and we don't get to see a lot of our listeners, so any opportunity we do get to see you face-to-face, we will take. So please join us. I had a client who committed to both the Next Level Live event, which, by the way, is a half day, not a full day, but either way. My bad. And the business retreat. So in 2023, we're doing a Next Level Live event in March, and then 307 days away from right now is the Next Level Business Retreat, the most transformational weekend of your life. And we have a six-month plan where it is literally only 83 bucks a month for six months for your ticket. We are only taking 15 people. At the end of the day, at very least, just check out these landing pages. Check out Next Level Live and check out the Next Level Business Retreat. Both landing pages are fully done. We've got photos of the venue on there. We've got all the information you need. Uh, Check those out, both of which will be linked in the show notes. Next Level Nation tomorrow for episode number... 1,149. What's your one word and why does it matter? Last week's live podcast. As always, we love you, appreciate you, grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans, we have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.